Hello all, it's Brennan here. I'm all by myself today. I'm doing all of this by myself. Uh, my co-host, which is who is my dad, uh, can't be here right now. I hope to have him back for the first for the for the next episode. But for now, let's move on and talk about this divisional round weekend. I, I went four and two in um, last last week's matchups. The two games I got wrong were the divisional matchups, the Seahawks versus the Rams and the Browns versus the Steelers. I picked the Seahawks and the Steelers to win respectively, but other than that, I was good. Um, the first game is Saturday tomorrow at around 4.35. It's going to be the Packers versus the Rams. Uh, the Packers have the number one scoring offense in the league and the Rams have the number one defense in the league. So something's got to give in this matchup. Aaron Rodgers is 0-2 in his career in the playoffs for his number one ranked pass defense, but I'll get into why I think that's going to change. Uh, the Packers have the number one seed in the NFC, which they secured with a win over their divisional rival Bears week 17, so we haven't seen them in a while. Meanwhile, the Rams got in as a wild card week 17 and proceeded to beat their divisional rival, the Seahawks, who, and a lot of people didn't think they could win that game, so it was very impressive that they were able to win. The offense did just enough what they needed to, and the defense uh, played a big role, sacking Russell Wilson multiple times and even recording a pick six as well. Um, but this is a much bigger challenge because the Packers have been absolutely humming on offense all season long. They've been putting up 30 points in, pretty, in almost every single game. I think Aaron Rodgers is clearly the MVP of the league. Um, they've got a really great rushing attack with headlined by Aaron Jones, the rookie running back. A.J. Dillon is starting to get an increased role as well. He had a breakout game against the Titans a couple of weeks ago. And there's also Jamal Williams as well. The tight end Robert Tanyan has emerged onto the scene as a, a reliable playmaker that Aaron Rodgers trusts. Devontae Adams, the team's number one wide receiver. Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams has been one of the most lethal quarterback to wide receiver duos in football, it's a combination no one has been able to really stop all season long, and they've had a, they've had a really impressive offense without, in my opinion, a clear established number two wide receiver. There is Marquez Valdez Scantling, but he has a little bit of a case with dropped passes every now and then, and Alan Lazard has been a little banged up recently. Um, so I think Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback in the NFL. He's been a, he completely he's shut down DK Metcalf all three times they've faced each other, and he also shut down DeAndre Hopkins twice a year when they played the Cardinals twice a year. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey could um, do a good job of containing Devontae Adams. So that'll force Aaron Rodgers to throw to these other guys he might not trust as much. But I still think that the Packers can pull this off because they're they they're rested and the Rams have been. I'm playing a lot of games without a break, and they're just a little banged up, banged up as well. So I think the Packers will win and advance to the NFC Championship game. So the second game on Saturday is Bills versus Ravens, and I think this might be my personal favorite of them all. Um, the Bills won against the Colts, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, it was their first playoff win since nineteen ninety-five, and the Ravens proceeded to beat the Titans after losing to them in the regular season, as well as in the playoffs in last year's divisional round. Um, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson were both 
quarterback selected in the 2018 NFL draft and both have, have both have been playing very well this year. Um, I'm a little concerned about the Bills defense because they gave up over 450 yards versus the Colts and the Colts never turned the ball over either. But in spite of all of that, they still proceeded to lose that game and they should really be careful against this Ravens team. They're red hot. They won like six games in a row to get into the playoffs and then proceeded to get revenge on the Titans who have had their number over the past couple of years. Um, the Bills are pretty weak against the run in particular. Rookie running back Jonathan Taylor had a pretty good game against them. And rookie running back J.K. Dobbins has been pretty sens- sensational for the Ravens. And the Bills also have to account for Lamar Jackson's danger as a runner as well, in addition to being a passer. Um, I think it could be, I think there, it has the potential to be both a defensive slog and also maybe a high scoring affair, but I think the Bills have better talent on offense. They have a better wide receiver core. And I think I like I, li- I like Lamar Jackson, but I think I like Josh Allen as a better passer of the football. I think he's the better he's gonna he's gonna be the better quarterback in this matchup, in my opinion. And I think the Bills win, but I think it has the potential to be a thriller, and this could be a really close game. Moving on to Sunday's matchups, we start with the Chiefs. The defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs taking on the, the Browns. Um, the Browns shocked the world by beating their divisional rival Steelers at Heinz Field, where they had lost like 17 straight games in a row or some crazy stat like that. They jumped off to a 28-0 lead and never looked back. They were able, Even though the Steelers started to score, it was in vain. The Browns were able to hold on and get their first playoff win since 1994. The Chiefs secured the AFC's number one seed with a league-best 14-2 record, and we haven't essentially haven't seen them since week 16 when they beat the Falcons. That week 16 win over the Falcons meant they had already clinched the number one seed. So week 17 against the Chargers, they were resting most of their starters. So we really haven't seen them since week 16, essentially. Um, Andy Reid and the Chiefs have been historically proven to be pretty good after a bye. They've and they put up a, a ton of points. The Browns are pretty good on offense too, but they did proceed to give up 500 passing yards to Ben Roethlisberger after they jumped out to that 28-0 lead. They, the Steelers proceeded to go on long, lengthy drives to keep the clock the clock moving. Um, um, even though he finished with four interceptions as well, he still threw for four touchdowns and over 500 yards, and they better be careful against the Chiefs because they're going to be rested and healthy. And Patrick Mahomes could very well throw for 500 yards as well. I think this will be uh, an, I think this will be a shootout, but I, you just don't win a shootout against Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league and also the best player in the league. I think this is the clear favorite to go to the Super Bowl and win it all again. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win. And I think they'll be hosting the AFC Championship for a third consecutive year in a row. They will, if they win, they will have made the AFC Championship game in all three seasons of Patrick Mahomes with Patrick Mahomes as the starter. And to close out divisional weekend, we have the, a battle between two future two future first ballot Hall of Famers. We have Tom Brady and the Buccaneers taking on Drew Brees and the Saints for the third time this year. 
all three other matchups, the, these the, the teams haven't hadn't met each other, but these teams have met each other twice. They know each other well because they're divisional rivals. And um, the Saints have had the Buccaneers number over the past couple of years, even with the acquisition of Tom Brady via free agency. It was Tom Brady's very first game with the Buccaneers when, when they were on the road versus the Saints game. They've lost 34 to 23, even though the score indicates that it was a kind of close game. The Saints had a 17 point lead at one point, and it wasn't really in danger. It was Tom Brady scored a touchdown with the Buccaneers scored a touchdown near the end of the game to make it look a little better. Um, but then they proceeded to, after that loss, they proceeded to win more games. They were, they had some pretty impressive wins, most notably over the unbeaten Packers who they destroyed. They proceeded to keep winning some more games after that. Then there was some discussion about whether this Buccaneers team is the best in the NFC and if they could play the Super Bowl in their own stadium. They had a primetime showdown on NBC Sunday night football versus the Saints. A lot of people thought they would win. As a matter of fact, I think everyone on the pregame show picked the Buccaneers to win. I remember picking them too. And the Saints just destroyed them. It, they won 38 to 3. The game, I believe it was 31 to 0 at halftime. The game was essentially over at halftime. The Buccaneers scored that one field goal late. The Buccaneers have been putting up about 400 yards per game. They, when everything goes right, they're a super dynamic offense, but three points and I believe only 194 yards of total offense. It was unbelievable. Um, the Buccaneers have rebounded since then, making the playoffs for the first time since 2007 and getting their first playoff win since their Super Bowl win in 2002 over the Washington football team just last week. But I've seen this matchup twice now. It's very hard to beat a team three times, but the Saints have just had the Buccaneers number this year. And I think that the Saints win again. I think the the Buccaneers season started on the road versus the Saints, and I think it ends on the road versus the Saints. So I'm picking the Saints to win. Thank you all for listening, everybody, and see you next week.